Stuff up Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels. Stuff up Saturday, uplift with love. Stuff up Saturday, breaking cycles, we rebels. Hey everybody, welcome to Self Love Saturday. This is your host, Dr. Anissa Shomo. And I'm a little under the weather today, so my voice is a little, you know, different, but it's me. <laughs> so I have um, a special guest today with us, Cameo Stewart. So Cameo, tell everybody about yourself. Hey everybody, my name is Cameo Stewart. I am a native of Columbus, Ohio, um, recently lived in Cincinnati, Ohio for about uh, five years and um, just recently located to Austin, Texas. I am the owner of Cameo Creative LLC, I'm specializing in interior design and graphic design services. And um, just, a, I guess, cool thing about me, when you go on Instagram on my bio, on my personal page, um, I have a few things listed just just to, to tell people about me. So the first thing that's on there, it says concerts are my favorite. I love all things creative and interior design is life. So those are just three things about me when everybody, you know, asks, you know, who's Cameo? And I'm like a lover of all things creative. But yes. anybody who knows me knows that um, one of my favorite things to do, aside from traveling, is going to, to, to concerts, live music, live shows, and traveling to go to live shows. So, right. Um, well, all about my music and all great. about, you know, being creative. So that is great that that's on your Instagram page, because that's actually the topic for today is concerts as coping. Yes. So I also, so a lot of people don't know this about me <clears throat> because I, I don't know, I guess I don't post, I don't post all the concerts that I go to. Um, and I don't go, to, I mean, I don't go to that many, but I go more to more than most people. <laughs> like I usually <laughs> go to, I usually go to about three or four per year, um, which is probably more than most people do. And I've done a lot of travel to do concerts as well. So mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that with you because you are the perfect person to talk about that. Yes, I'm excited to have that conversation. So, yes. All right. So, I wanted to ask you about your first concert. So, what was the first concert you ever went to? So, my very first concert, um, I was actually a toddler. Um, back in the day, my mom and my aunt, I was the firstborn. So, the first grandchild, first kid. So, I was around all the grownups and I was really into music. Uh, my mom and my aunt were, you know, into just, you know, the hip hop, R&B, like pop and rock back then. My grandmother was into jazz. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, she would always have her records. I was always surrounded by music. And so um, my my mom's little sister, my aunt, um, I think she was, a, she was a teenager when I was born. So we were really close and she was really into her music. She was also a musician and a singer. But um, she had planned to go see... Salt and Pepper, LL Cool J, and Rob Bass, like when they were in their prime. I think this was like 1987, 88. <laughs> so I was born um, December 84. So yeah, I um, I said I wanted to go to the concert. I said that's one of the things I wanted for Christmas. I wanted to go to the concert. I wanted a blue jean jacket, this denim jacket with these pastel pockets, and I wanted a Barbie doll. And my aunt took me to the concert, and I had on my jacket. <laughs> and I have my little Barbie doll with me. And um, it was back in back in the day in Columbus, Ohio, at the um, original, the old Veterans Memorial, hmm. um, like concert hall venue. And it was a really cool experience. I vaguely remember this because, again, like I said, I was like three, four years old. But um, one of the like bouncer, like security guys that was there, he went to high school with my mom and my aunt. And so he saw me. He's like, is that cameo? He's like, hand her to me. So he put me up on his shoulders 
and I'm on like the side of the stage. And then um, Salt and Pepper, when it came out, they saw me and they brought me on stage with them and had me talking to the mic and say what my name was and everything. So I, my very first concert was, yeah, as a toddler, got to be on stage with Salt and Pepper. Oh, back wow. in their prime. So well, that's, I, I guess that's for a long time. Right. So I guess that's what started the love. That's it what started the love of it. That's amazing. So my first concert isn't, I mean, that's, it was still pretty amazing, but that, like that, I'm the sixth child. And my parents, I don't know, I was raised a Muslim, so my parents didn't really go to concerts all like that, even though they, they did actually love music and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. My parents had a bakery, so, you know, growing up, we just listened to music all the time. It mm -hmm. was kind of funny because, you know, my parents were Muslim, but they were raised, like, in the 70s, so my dad loves, like, George Clinton and uh p funk and that sort of thing yes. and so like i he used to always play dr dre and snoop dog at the bakery <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was kind of like you know the only thing the closest i ever got to to a concert as a young person mm -hmm. was just us being at the bakery listening to snoop dog and dr dre all the time but when i was in high school my first concert that i went to that you know that i could go to on my own was uh, alicia keys when she was first coming out she yes. actually did a free concert in Cleveland and me and my little sister went. And so my little sister is two years younger than me. So we both went and we saw Alicia Keys before she blew up. <laughs> that, that was so crazy. cool. Was I remember her very first tour. I was in high school. I got to see her on her first tour. Yes. So, yeah. So I don't, I don't know how many concerts I've been to since then, but I will say that for me, I like I, in Cincinnati, I feel like we don't get that many concerts. So I do do a lot of traveling to other places. I feel like, and if they come here, they come like on a random like weeknight. Right. So like speaking of Alicia Keys, she was just there, there on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. She, I think she was here on Thursday, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know that she was coming into town. I didn't like, I didn't know she was even on tour again. I didn't either. Yeah. But I'll try, I'll usually will travel and go to like. I don't know. So I guess I'll give some examples. I traveled to, so in Atlanta, they have this Midtown um, Music Festival. Mm -hmm. So, you know, pre-COVID, 2018 or 2019, when 24 Karat Magic came out, um, I went to uh, Midtown Music Festival to see Bruno Mars. And so I had a really, I had a really good time. Um, and, and Big Sean actually performed. And that's actually how I started getting into Big Sean, because I really hadn't, you know, listen to him that much before, you know, mostly just the stuff on the radio, but I had never really listened to an album um, mm -hmm. for Big Sean before, before that. I was like, oh, he seems kind of cool. So it is, I do like, I like going to music festivals, mm -hmm. but one of the things that um, is funny about that is my friend who invited me to that one, she, I guess, you know, sometimes she'll be like, oh, you want to go to Midtown Music Festival again? And I'm like, I think we're a little too old for that because there was like no chairs. There's like people yeah. sitting on the ground and people are like literally stepping over you. And you're mm -hmm. like, that is so rude. <laughs> it is like, I, I'm all for concerts or music festivals. I think that's probably like my least type of like venue situation to go to. Yeah. Um, and then and then, too, if like you're going to a music festival to see your favorite artist, you know, they'll do their set. But it's not like the same experience that you would get if you would go see them on their own tour that they right. are headlined on like individually. And so, yeah, music festivals, it could be it could be real crazy. Right. Uh, I remember one time I got invited to go see J. Cole 
um, at Lollapalooza in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the biggest music festivals. I mean, they have Lollapalooza, not just in Chicago, but they have it in like, you know, Colombia, like Brazil, like, you know, Argentina. So there's different versions of it, um, different parts of the world. And so fortunately, I'm actually really close friends with J. Cole's um, former touring DJ. His name is DJ Dummy, who's also been Common's long-term DJ. He actually used to DJ for Alicia Keys too. But um, knowing someone and having those connections helped because my anxiety going there to Grant Park in Chicago and seeing like tens of thousands of people in this sea of people, uh, it was just overwhelming. So mm-hmm. it was my first big festival, but I got to experience it in a different way because I was like backstage and off to the side of the mm-hmm. stage. I don't know that I would have survived in that right. crowd and see if people. Cause, yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like it can be a good way to like, so I'm kind of like my theme right now for, you know, finishing up my podcast for the year is escapism. So it can be a way to escape like um, from whatever you're dealing with. Like, all right, I'm about to go to this concert, but it can sometimes make people like more anxious. Like my husband, he doesn't like going to concerts. Mm-hmm. So, cause he doesn't like being around crowds of people all that sort of thing like he just doesn't he doesn't like anything about it yeah. he doesn't even like going to, he doesn't even like going to Buckeye games oh wow like it's too many people <laughs> you are <laughs> so, Buckeye fans right so. yeah so he he doesn't he would rather watch it on tv at home away from everybody and so that's how he feels about concerts like he really so in Cincinnati the big music festival that we have is now called the Cincinnati Music Festival but it's also called Jazz Fest like jazz aka Fest. Jazz Fest yes. so he do, he doesn't even like going to that. Like he barely ever goes. So I'm usually wow. like, I usually have to find you know somebody else to go with, other people to go with. So mm. you've been my date to the Cincinnati Music Festival. Yes, I have. I was very fortunate. I had such a great time in the suite with your dad. Mm. I know my dad. My dad <laughs> likes to go as well. Yeah. Um, so we usually go to that. You kidnapped me before to go to a concert too. Yeah, that's I how don't we use the word kidnap, but right. <laughs> I know I got so people don't know on Facebook but I got kicked off of face I didn't get kicked off of Facebook I got my account restricted like right when I made my course I was about to start advertising for it and then I said something about kidnapping in a joking way which I feel like that's how most people use the word kidnap (laughs) you know (laughs) I was jokingly talking about kidnapping someone and Facebook restricted my account and said I was not allowed to advertise so for 30 days that's crazy yeah but yeah I, i've been able to have concert experiences with you i mean i've been like i know i, I feel like my- that's how we even like first started like bonding because i I didn't really know you that well and then i was like hey you want to go to this anderson pack concert so i don't remember why i don't remember Wait. who i was supposed to go with maybe um, i didn't have anybody to go with and i just bought two tickets and i was like your I'm, niece, to go with. I'm almost supposed to go with you because we had just met i had just uh painted and designed your office yeah i think yeah <laughs> i think maybe my niece was supposed to go with me because it was it was when she was out of school but i i really wanted to see anderson pack like really bad so i was like I was and little did you know i was a huge anderson pack fan so yes and that's uh, I, I wanted to go with somebody who was a big fan because that's that's the most i don't know i don't like it as much when you go to concerts like that where you're like I love Anderson Pack. Um, and the people who you're with, you know, are like whatever. I mean, like they don't really get into it. Yes. So. Yeah. That was a fun experience um for me to be there with you because we equally love him the same, know his music, know the words to all the songs. We were yes. in the front row, like right there close to the stage. That was yes. really cool. Because that's that the thing, like, like if you're gonna be in the front row, you better know all the words. Like, you better, right? <laughs> like 
y'all deserve to be up here if you don't know. So that was such a cool experience. That was my second time seeing him. My first time seeing him was when he released the Malibu album, which is like my favorite. And I saw him at a really cool venue. Um, I go to concerts a lot in Louisville, what I did when I was mm. in Ohio. And um, the Mercury Ballroom is a really cool venue there. And I saw him there and it was just so lit, so live, like seeing him with his, you know, full band and everything. That was so yeah. cool. And then the summer that I saw him with you in Nashville is where, we, where you kidnapped me to. Uh, <laughs> I ended up getting to see the same tour um, a few weeks later in Chicago. And the energy was great. It was cool. Um, but it wasn't the same because the person that I was with this just really wasn't as hype, you know, didn't right. know all the and everything. But I was yeah. super there so so no, yeah i mean it's still fun if you go with somebody who's not as into it with, as you are but it's way more fun when you both are really into it. yeah because absolutely. i went and saw danny kane like oh forever ago i think i think it was a 2016 i can't remember what year no it wasn't Long 2016 it was maybe 2014 before, before it, i think that. it was 2014 because um i remember stuff about which house i lived in because i lived in a lot of houses <laughs> so in 2014 i still lived in otr and um my my sister came down from Cleveland and we went we went and saw Danny Kane together. So it was cool, but she's way younger than me. She's like eight years younger than me. We did have fun though. Like she didn't know all the words. It was hype. We were, you know, in the front, like front row. Um so we had fun. We got to take pictures with Danny Kane. We did the VIP package. <laughs> it wasn't like a thousand dollars like uh Chris Brown is trying to Chris now. Brown's meet and greet. Right. Right. It's almost 10 years later, but I think it was maybe, I don't know, it wasn't that much. But it was yeah. it was fun, and it's funny because I have a picture uh, with them, and people are always like, "Which one is that?" Like, right? Like, I got to blend in with everybody. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I always have a lot of fun, and it is it is really you know fun the person people you with, and for me it's just an excuse to like get together with certain people. Like, I I wanted to go to Vegas and see Silk Sonic, of course. Like, I love Bruno Mars. I love. You know, I wanted to go too. Yes. <laughs> But I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, hopefully, they'll go back to Vegas at some point. But that's what I did. That's because my friend who I had gone to Midtown with, that's what she was. Um, she was like, she. I don't remember what we were saying. I was like, I want to go see Silk Sonic in Vegas. Like, I feel like I'm like Vegas resident, like residency old now. Like, I can't do music festivals anymore because I no. Can't. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm not built for. I'm too old for that. It's even I, hard to do stadiums now. Like, I went to Jay Z and Beyonce on the run too in a stadium concert. It's so hot. Yeah. I went to the same show. I saw them at Ohio Stadium where the Buckeyes play. And yeah, it was it was about this time. It was, yeah, it was in August. And yeah, it was, it was hot. It was crazy. But, but yeah, I mean, going to concerts, like, it's funny. So my first concert when I, was out, when I was, what, three, four years old. And then I remember my next one that I really remember. I was like nine, I think. Yeah. And my sister was like six. And Criss Cross and Jermaine Dupri <laughs> and the Brat were at the Ohio State Fair, like when they were in their prime. Oh, yeah. And so it was like a whole so so deaf show. It was so, it was so fun to see that because, you know, I was nine. I think my sister was like six. And my mom was like eight and a half months pregnant with my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to go to the show and she let us go. And like growing up, before I was like really start old enough to start going to shows on my own, like we would always go see shows at the Ohio State Fair. Like yeah. I remember. I was in seventh, getting ready to go into eighth grade, and my mom like had someone drop us off to go see One Twelve and Joe. Like, what? Oh, did I, wow. I had no business being at that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the fair is really big in, in Columbus. It's not as big in the bigger cities because I mean, you know, they call Columbus Cow Cow Town. Yeah, because it used to be a bunch <laughs> of farmland. So the fair is a lot bigger there than it is in Cleveland or in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. 
But I know back in the day, like that was huge. I will always hear stories from like my mom and my like aunties and uncles about all the big shows that they would see back in the day. Um, like big artists, you know, I think I think they even said Prince performed there once, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Wow. Or even the group Cameo. Like, well, my name being Cameo <laughs> and being bored in the 80s, like everybody right. thinks that I'm named after the music group. So, of course, I got to know my music. Right. Uh, I actually wasn't named after the music group. Uh, my grandmother collected cameos, the jewelry, like the brooches, oh, yeah. and that's how I got my name. But of oh, course, right. whenever I meet people, they're like, oh, word up. Or it's like, even your dad, when I say, but I was like, ow. Every time you would say, right. I would say cameo, he'd be like, ow. Yeah. So I hear it all the time. So it's like with a name like cameo, I can't, how could I not be in the music and, you know, and go on the shows? But like over the years, I think someone asked me recently, and I haven't thought about it until we're having this conversation today. So I, I think I need to sit down and make the list. They asked me how many concerts I've been to. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I, I would definitely say over a hundred. I mean, I'm probably leaning more towards 200 because like, right. like I think last year I took like 19 flights. Well, now, now granted I'm transitioning, moving from Ohio to Texas, but I'm like, I probably went to, well, things slowed down with COVID obviously. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I probably, you know, in a year could probably go to, you know, 10, 20 concerts in a year. It just really depends on who the artist is, you know, right. where they're coming. Um, as I mentioned, you know, being fortunate enough to be, you know, have some connections in the industry and, and being friends with, you know, J. Cole's DJ and, and his his label. And they're like, hey, you know, hey, sis, you're fam. Whenever we got a show nearby, you know, pull up, come through. And yeah. once upon a time before Cole like made it, I was able to bring me plus seven on the list. And I got my little <laughs> sister and her friends and the god sister and my, yeah. you know, and getting to go to the shows. And as time evolved, it's like, okay, it's you plus one. <laughs> like, right. Going to no, some but of you're also shows, lucky so. too. Like, you're lucky. You'll win tickets and all types of stuff. Like, I've been very fortunate because people are like, oh my gosh, you go to shows all the time. Luckily, I have fortune. I've been fortunate to have friends who can, you know, put me on the list. Or I've, I've won tickets to like major shows, like one tickets off the radio to see, you know, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kanye West, Justin Timberlake. Mm. I've won tickets to some major shows. Um, yeah, so that's always cool. One year, though, I don't think they were giving away tickets, but when Bruno Mars did his 24 Karat Magic tour. Yeah. I was, I told myself, and nobody wanted to go. And I said, that's fine. I will go by myself. But if, if I go to this show, I'm going VIP. I'm going all out. Yeah. I've never, I, I, like I said, I'm fortunate I don't have to pay to go to a lot of shows. But that one, I had had a great month with, with work. I had, you know, like all this money in commission checks. And I was like, oh, do I go on a trip? Do I buy, buy a handbag? I was like, no, I want the experience. I want to go see Bruno and I want to be in the front row. And so I'm not going to lie. I did spend about $500. Yeah. And it's, I know Chris Brown's experience is even more this the, you know, in these these days, but um, that tour was amazing. It was like a whole VIP reception. They had a DJ, open bar, you know, yeah. appetizers, the whole little backdrop. You got all this merch and everything, lanyards, you know, all the whole nine. And then getting to be in the front row and see him that close. That's the only way I want to see Bruno. Right. Like, this Vegas residency is really expensive from what I hear. I have some friends right. who have been fortunate <laughs> enough to go. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to save my coins for that. But that's something that I definitely, I'm all about experiences. No, and that's then, how I am. Cause that's what I talked about. Like, cause the last episode I did, Morgan and I talked about travel. Mm -hmm. and she said that like, she likes to travel and go to Chanel stores. I'm like, I don't, I'm not really into going to Chanel stores, but I will travel for a concert or I will. Absolutely. I will travel just to travel just for good food. Like I just care about like good food, music. Experience everybody's different. Yeah. No, everybody is. So I because love for me, it's like I know that like if I go and buy a Chanel bag, I'm never gonna wear it. 
So I would yeah. rather just spend the money on like an experience that I'm never going to have again, that and the money's gone, than just to have like something sit on my shelf and be like, man. I'm never, I've never worn this, you know? <laughs> I, I'll be, I'm the same way. Cause like I said, I love Morgan. I remember one time she was like, you've never been in a Sephora. You've never been in, Mor there's just certain stores that like, I've just never been in because I'm yeah. not big on shopping. But uh, I, I've been to, you know, ask me about a concert or a show. Yeah, I've been there. And I, you know, being single and it's just me, I don't have any kids or, you know, responsibilities as it relates to family. Like I can just pick up and say, oh, this person's performing here in this city. I'm gonna book this flight to go to this show right. or like every year, um, the first week of December, like around my birthday, I would always book a trip to Chicago and I wouldn't make any plans until I got there. And if someone would always be playing at like the United Center or the Chicago theater. And I remember one time I went and it was like, oh, Jay-Z's going to be at the United Center. I just bought a ticket that day to go to the show or yeah. Maxwell's going to be playing at the Chicago theater. So I like doing spontaneous things like that. Um, when you go to a big city like that, there's always, you know, a live show. So, yeah, yeah. And then now that I'm in Austin, they call it the music capital of, was it the world? Um, so oh. live music is huge here. I mean, even at the airport here, they have like a, a live stage and, you oh. know, <laughs> people, you know, playing, you know, at the airport when you come in. But um, but yeah, live shows, I'm all about it. Like I know you were talking about like escapism. So for me, that's always been something that, you know, that's like an escape, you know, for me, right. just from reality. And music, you know, music is healing, music, music is soothing. And so, you know, when it comes to going to shows, I listen to all genres of music. So you know, you can catch me at a rap hip hop concert, but I've also been to like, you know, EDM and pop and rock shows right. and I've seen like Bass Nectar and Linkin Park and th right. 311 and Incubus and things like that. But um, right. definitely true to my R&B and soul and, you know, but um, yeah, when it comes to concerts, that's, that's, that's literally, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. No, that's great. Like, I love them too. I tend to try to find people who like don't go on tour that often, like, so mm -hmm. I've seen Janet Jackson like the, I saw her at the music Cincinnati Music Festival, but I saw her in mm -hmm. Louisville when she just came out of nowhere and went on tour. So I'm kind yes. of the person to be like, oh, this person's finally on tour. Let me go. Right. Like I saw Stevie Wonder in Indianapolis um, and I saw her when she came out out of out of the woodwork. It's like I'm going on tour. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're the same way. They don't tour that often. So, you know, so for me, I'm just kind of that one that people are like they're. You know, as people, especially as they get older, they don't they don't tour all the time. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, they're on tour. Let me go. <laughs> Let me go. No, I'm, uh, I'm that way too. I've been uh, grateful to be able to see Janet a couple of times. Um, it was one time she announced the tour. We bought tickets, and then she got sick, and and they thought yeah. she had throat cancer. Then she got pregnant and had a baby at 50. Yeah. So I was holding on to these tickets, and I'm like, do I get a refund? I'm like, no. She's going to eventually go back on tour, and I'm so glad that I was able to do that. I kept those tickets. And at the time my sister couldn't go, but I was able to take my mom and she had just been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. And so that was one of the last experiences that we were able to share together as mom and daughter. That's the last concert yeah. I was able to take her to. And she had so much fun, but yeah, I, I always stay up on my Ticketmaster alerts. Yeah. <laughs> Cause everybody's like, how do you know about all these shows? Like, how do you know these people are coming into town? So, I mean, now that social media is big, obviously I follow the artists on social media and then, you know, I'm always checking on Ticketmaster to seeing like what shows are coming up in the next 180 days. Sometimes I base my travel off of, of shows. Of concerts. Right. Like, no, I do the same thing. I mean, and that's the thing, like it's one of my favorite things to do. And it's always been harder in the COVID times. That's one of the things that, you know, kind of suck because 
at least if I didn't go anywhere else, I would go to the Cincinnati Music Festival every year and then right. cancel it. Two years um, in a row. I know, and Snoop Dogg was supposed to be there originally, and so my dad was supposed to come and see Snoop Dogg, you know? Um, yeah. But he, he didn't get rebooked this year, so maybe he'll make it next year, but... That would be awesome. It's just something fun, and it's nice. You do get a lot of memories, like... I mean, that's the thing for me. It's kind of like a... That's how I am, too. Like, I love things that create memories. Like, mm-hmm. going to see Danny D. Kane, It's it was super random, but I knew it was going to be a good memory. And mm-hmm. so I love... I love that kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. actually kind of... I don't know. The first time I went and saw Janet Jackson, it actually wasn't the best memory <laughs> because it was actually kind of like drama. So it, oh. it, you know, every once in a while that happens. So that's why I was happy. That's why I wanted to go see her again. I was like, I'm gonna go see her again, and that's, we were pretty close. You know, this, when I went with my sisters. Yeah. Um, so it's just one of those things. Sometimes you'd be like, all right, I don't want that memory. <laughs> Listen, no, it happens. Or like, I, I'm all about being at the show on time. Especially because right. I like I said I listen to all music, so if it's a headliner, but I usually know who the openers are, and I want to go see them. And so any t- uh, so this is random. I'm a fan of Ty Dolla Sign, but I, I feel like he's never like been on his own tour. He's like opening up for people all the time. And so yeah. every time I was supposed to go to a tour where Ty Dolla Sign was the opener, whoever I was with always made me late. Yeah. Like I went to go see Chris Brown in Chicago a couple years ago, and my best friend made me late, so I missed Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> but. But I, I know I've gone to shows with some people and they're like, dang, you know who the openers are? Like, I like I, I listen to a lot of like, you know, like kind of like not main, you know, not mainstream or like kind of underground. Yeah, like up and coming, yeah. Up and coming artists and everything like that. But the power of social media, that's how I found out who a lot of these people are. Um, actually, it you know, it, it's just really cool to just see somebody starting off and then like see their growth too. Like, I remember my first time seeing Chris Brown was when he had Run It, you know, for his first single. Right. And he was opening up for Destiny Child. He and Mario were opening oh, up for wow. Destiny Child on their last tour. And so, so that's what's so interesting about Chris Brown, because obviously he's been problematic in the past. And people still have so much to say about him. And I'm like, he literally has grown up. Like, everybody has. That's, what, that's what's annoying to me when people want right. to talk about 20 years ago. Like, obviously, we all have a past. And Chris Brown, you know, has done some things that he, I'm sure he's not proud of in the past, but he literally is just trying to mind his business Mm -hmm. and go on tour and and say thank you to his fans for still rocking with him. Because that's how a lot of artists are. Like a lot of artists, Mm -hmm. they get money at a young age and they do a bunch of dumb stuff at a young age. And and, Mm -hmm. and most of us would, if we had that kind of money, you know, like child stars, it's a thing. Growing up in the limelight. Yeah, they do a bunch of dumb things. And so a lot of them, as they grow up mature, they go to therapy and then they're grateful that people are still rocking with them. And so like he mm-hmm. is talking about like, you know, he's charging his money. People are paying it and he's mm-hmm. just posting these pictures, having a ball and people are like hating on him. And you're just like, can people just grow up and evolve and you just like, thank you just leave yeah. it at that? Like, why are we all talking about? <laughs> I think it's really cool what he's doing. I'm loving seeing all these meet and greet photos come up from all these cities. And it's nice that he's able to have that one-on-one and show all of his fans so much love. Like that's something I appreciate about him. Like you said, he has had a troubled past and I've been to pretty much all of his tours. Um, wasn't able to go to this most recent one because COVID, but um, he did have one tour where a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, that was his worst tour. Like his energy just wasn't there. And I was like, you know, maybe it was because he was going through some things and his life were really tumultuous and he just right. didn't, the stage presence, he just didn't bring it like he normally does. Right. But the, his last tour that I saw, the Indigo tour, like his his energy, just everything, it was amazing. And then, um, you know, I feel like he's kind of up there with like some of the bigger artists I've seen, like Usher or, you know, like 
Justin Timberlake or Bruno Mars, as far as like the overall entertainment experience of them not just being a vocalist, but being a dancer, being a performer, right. being a singer. And it's funny because people always ask me what my favorite concert is that I've been to. And it's hard because I've been to so many. And um, even though I love Bruno, I love Bruno Mars so much. My favorite concert that I've actually been to, and I love Usher just the same. Um, he just extended his residency in oh, yeah. Vegas until yes. next year. They just announced that on the Today Show. So awesome. I definitely want to plan to see that. But no, Justin Timberlake's 2020 experience tour from that mm -hmm. 2020 album was like the best. I saw him in Columbus at um at Nationwide Arena and everything from like the lights, the set, the production, his stage, like his stage like opened up and like, it was like it was a spaceship. It like lifted oh. up and it was like on wheels and it was like this catwalk that went, went from one side of the arena to the other and it was like coming down the whole length of the arena and then it like oh. lowered down like a spaceship and landed and connected to this bar like yeah. VIP bar that they had at the back of the venue. And then he came down and was just like dancing on the bar. Oh, wow. And like up close and personal. But it was like, it was amazing. I had never <laughs> seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so I would say like that goes down as like one of my favorite tours I've ever seen. Like I wish COVID didn't happen when it did. Cause I was like, I want to write him a letter and tell him that he needs to, to like reboot the 2020 experience tour in the year 2020. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like run it, run it back. Cause he had a tour, the man of the woods tour that he did two runs of that. And that, that was probably my least favorite tour. Of his. Uh, but the 2020 experience, like it was an experience. Like to this day, I went with my best friend and my sister and we still talk about it to this day. I mean, just certain, you know, songs off that album that'll come on and it'll take me back to that night. Right. Like, I haven't ever seen him. I've never seen him perform, but that makes me think of how I've always wanted to see Pink perform. She's, because I know she gets in the trapeze and she like spins around. Yeah. Yes. I've always wanted to see Pink, but I, I think I was trying to go see her and then, and then COVID happened. And then COVID <laughs> happened. She's awesome. I also wanted to see like Lady Gaga too. I actually was so disappointed. Um, Harry Styles is going on tour and I actually really like his music. Oh, and yeah. he is doing five shows in Austin and they all sold out. Like, oh wow. They all sold out within hours. Like my little cousin wanted to go and I'm like, we can go together. And nope, won't get to see him. Five shows and they're all sold oh, out. Wow. So that's like that's like super huge. But we're going to music shows, like whether it's a huge arena tour or like a a tiny small venue, like, you know, like J. Cole, I've seen him at small venues all the way up to big arenas. Like I enjoy all the experiences. Yeah. I prefer, I, pre I don't know. Cause I, the stadiums are probably my least favorite because it, it it's harder. I know they're trying to sell money. They're trying to make money. And if mm -hmm. like Jay-Z and Beyonce, they could sell out a, they could sell out a stadium, you know? Yeah. they can. But it's kind of like harder to see. I'm sure like Coachella maybe was better. I mean, and especially because they filmed it for the movie. Yeah, but the on the run tour, like they had a bunch of different visual effects and everything, but it's harder to really experience that in a stadium. That is true because I was at that tour, and yeah, it was. I mean, the, yeah, the production for that 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 was like one point. Like I loved it, but it's hard to really hone in and see them unless you're fortunate enough to have the floor seats right. that cost a fortune. Like I was lucky; I was just happy to be in the building, like be in the stadium because I yeah. won those tickets. Because I'm like, whoo. No, like, we went back and forth. We were pretty close, but we went down on the floor for a second, actually. And it was kind of mm -hmm. funny because my sisters, so 
a lot of people know I got a lot of sisters. So I can't remember how many of us went. Maybe it was four or five of us. But we decided to dress as Beyonce's, like different Beyonce's. Oh, so I was crazy. I love Beyonce. Yes. And so my, one of my sisters was, um was uh what's that song? Um, It's from the Lemonade album, the very last song, Formation. One of my sisters mm-hmm. was wearing all black. With the hat. With the hat, yeah. Right. So she, I was wearing the, you know, the white t-shirt with the um, shorts and the red heels. And the red. And my sister had on all black with the hat. And so they looked down at us. Like, <laughs> they could see us. They, were, <laughs> they looked down at us. And they were like. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that you did that. You could do that with your sisters. Because I remember when we went to that Justin Timberlake 2020 experience tour, my sister, my best friend and I dressed up. His, his band was called the Tennessee Kids. And so yeah. seeing them perform on like, Jimmy Fallon and like the Grammys and stuff like that. They had, you know, their attire, like their, you know, suit and tie. He was on the suit and tie thing. So we had a little yeah. bow ties. We was dressed in our black and white. And I remember my godmom make fun of us. Like, why are y'all going to the show dressed like that? Y'all gonna be the only ones. And we were not. But there was, I remember there's these three sister or sisters and best friends, these older white ladies. They were just like, oh my God, we just love it. And they were dressed up with their bow. They were selling bow ties at the concert, at the merch. Oh, uh, I told my godmom, like, see, we were on to something, but we <laughs> We were so hyped and it was crazy because we were, our section, people were like, oh my gosh, you guys are so lit. Like, I hope if I go to a show again, I'm in your section. Cause we just, we just had the best time ever, like dressing up, you know, and, and getting into it. So that's cool. Yeah. You did that with your sisters. Yeah, Cause I feel fun. like. I did it yeah. with my sisters who are about the same age as me. My sister, my sister, who's one of them, who's uh, like a two years, three years older than me. And the one who's two mm-hmm. years younger, my oldest sisters were like, nah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like the they like the little moms, you know. They were like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not participating in this foolishness. <laughs> no, but no, I think that's fun when you can do that, and it's always cool to see. Like, that's another thing about music and how it brings people together. Because yeah. whether it's a black artist or a white artist, and you go, like, it's interesting. Like, I'll go to certain rap shows, and you think it may be an audience full, of, you know, of black people, and it's a lot of, you know, you know white kids or Asian kids are just but music just brings people together of all walks of life of all ethnicities um and that's one of the things that I appreciate going to concerts too because I've met a lot of really cool people from all kinds of cool places of different backgrounds and I've you know made a lot of friends you know we've stayed in touch just because we connected at a concert so yeah it is is really cool it's one of those things that's interesting though like you know how I don't know I don't know if I want to go into there but it's one of those things that like music is great because it connects us all but then there's also still like you know people who are trying to copy and imitate us and make that more is money off of us but I, I don't know I feel mm-hmm. like I mean it's that way a lot with all types of artists and their style because so. right. people always always talk about how Beyonce is stealing or whatever and it's just like uh, I feel like sometimes the artists influence each other and if you're a true artist you're gonna maybe take some influences you're, I mean, you're supposed to be influenced, right? That's yeah. part of the artistry. Yeah. And you're going to take it and you're going to make it your own. Mm-hmm. But there's obviously people who copycat, copycat, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you work, like, and then they, and then they, I don't know. And then the way racism works is when white people copycat, they make a bunch of money, right? Like Elvis and mm-hmm. so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I know people like, you know, like, uh, you know, we listen. We listen to Malcolm Moore, and we listen to a lot of Eminem. Robert likes him. Um, mm-hmm. I I loved Eminem growing up, mm-hmm. but the good good thing about Eminem is that like he's actually from the hood, and he's staying right. true to himself. Like his rap style is always different from everybody else's. So mm-hmm. 
it's one of those things where he's always been himself and I've never had an issue with Eminem. The mm. issue has always just been the way that he made way more money than all these other people because, you know, because he was white more than anything. Right. Um, so it's, I don't know. There's still a lot of like equity issues that come to that and just and just you know like people talked about Beyonce when she she just she just released her new album yeah um, and everybody's waiting for the new concert mm-hmm. um, gotta save my coins I hope she does it in a smaller venue though like I'll go if it's in a smaller venue but if it's outside in the stadium I probably won't go anyway uh, yes um so because of the biggest reason why I went to the on the because I really didn't want to go to the on the run when it came the first time it came to Cincinnati, but mm-hmm. I didn't go because I was kind of like whatever. Um, but when she dropped Lemonade, I love Lemonade so much. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I could do a stadium tour once, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I really that was just a really I just love when artists are really vulnerable. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that, and I wanted her to understand that you know I, it was appreciated. And I spent my little coins on mm-hmm. want to see her um, just to encourage her to to keep being that way you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the other thing like artists feed off of us appreciating their art you know mm-hmm. um but so like she dropped the new renaissance album which you know i actually love because it's very like retro to it's kind of mm-hmm. like you know it's funny because it's kind of similar to like what bruno mars did uh, when mm-hmm. he dropped 24 karat magic it's it's a it's retro right yeah kind of the trend right now Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously what Silk Sonic did. Mm-hmm. And what I often say, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but Beyonce and Anderson Pack are actually two of my favorite artists, mostly because they're both hilarious. Like I love comedians. Yes. I love going to comedy shows. Yes. And they're both so very entertaining yes. and funny and they just, and they know how to entertain. Mm-hmm. So I honestly would love to see them, to see them to team up. That would be a great duo. I don't even know uh, if they've ever done a song together. Hilarious. Yes, it would be so dope. Like, I don't even think they've ever made a song together. I'm like, they need to make a collab. Like, they definitely need to collab because they are hilarious. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but you so, actually inspired me to start going to comedy shows, actually. Because yeah. those, like, are a form of concert, too. Concert. So, I like, I, you know, I've been dealing with a lot, like, you know, health challenges and then the pandemic and just life, life be life. And so yes. I've been trying to, like, laugh more and just be lighthearted. And so you actually inspired me because you shared some comedy specials that you you know thought I should watch. And yes. then there's a big comedy festival they had here in Austin. Yeah. And getting to go to that, you know, with you. Like that's been really cool. So that's another type of show concert, right. you know, situation that I've been kind of delving into as a form of escapism and a form of right. like coping, just laughing more. Because right. life exactly. is crazy for a lot of us. Right. And it's so depressing. Right. So and that's why I love. That's why I love this new album from Beyonce because it was so funny. Like she just was just, it was just like, just her having a light moment of like, I'm just going to laugh and just be like, okay, whatever, you know, and just try to move forward and be unbothered by so much stuff. But she was even talking about Jay-Z being unbothered by him, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a really good album, but it was just funny because, you know, they she credited all these people and people, and there was somebody, I guess, on Twitter whose name I don't know and I don't care to know, who was just saying like, you know, I don't know what they were saying, but they were basically saying she credited all these people and I, I don't know. They were trying to basically like uh, put her down for crediting a bunch of people on her music. And people were like, people steal music from black people all the time and never give us any credit. Like Beyonce exactly. is actually trying to give people credit I commend her for that. and pay them money and pay them money. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. So that's the other thing about Beyonce. Like she's actually really smart and she really does try to use her art to um 
to be inclusive like you know she included a lot of lgbtq artists mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. um, album and just you know just such a it was dedicated to her uncle johnny um, mm-hmm. who was a member of the LB- lgbtq community and passed away mm-hmm. unfortunately when she was young so you know you just see often how she will use her artistry to to elevate too like a lot of artists don't do that yes right? you can mm-hmm. make music but she finds a way to create some form of advocacy and obviously people can say all types of stuff people will be like she's still stealing she still does this whatever you know i'm just like she didn't make the rules right exactly <laughs> that's just how the industry works often you know often you use the same producers mm-hmm. um that sort of thing blah 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 because recently like before, i don't remember if this was recent they were talking about she copied Anne-Marie's sound because she used the same producer for crazy in love and it's just like no that's that's what that's how the industry works I don't know if you saw that, but it was so dumb. No, I didn't see that Kelly's, Like that whole drama with Kelly's was just dumb because not even go there about that. That was crazy. oh my god. But it's just one of those things. Like I appreciate, I appreciate that she tries to think about. Like she's very, she's very strategic mm-hmm. in the way that she goes about her music and about the performance yeah. and about mm-hmm. and just makes and just elevates it to another level. Yeah, I mean, just in her production and what they put together for the homecoming, you know, experience for her performance at Coachella, that, you know, was amazing. And that's another thing, too, like, with COVID happening and then, like, live shows not getting to be a thing, like, I really can appreciate, you know, concert specials like that, like homecoming. Mm-hmm. And then you yes. see the behind the scenes production and everything that went into her rehearsing for that, you know, in a gym, working out, you know. Right choreography dancing all that after she just had twins like everything that goes into it and then you know bringing in the hbcu experience and having you know her band and you know our dancers and everything like i appreciate that so much about and her even, and even spotlighting them because probably a lot of kids will want to go to hbcu now because beyonce said go to an hbcu you know yeah no seriously <laughs> like my nephew he's 15 and um i'm actually getting ready to surprise him and take him to his first concert um here soon but he's 15 and he's you know thinking about college because he wants to play sports and so you know Michigan State his father you know what's Michigan State and family you know um and so he that's he's been a basketball camp in Michigan State since he was like in elementary school so like that's that's where his heart is set but I heard but he's into band he loves marching bands yes and so he you know when he was little he would always pull up like videos on YouTube of marching bands but now like he's getting more into HBCU bands And he said the other day, he's like, TT, he was like, I don't know. He's like, I might even consider going to HBCU. And I just, we were on FaceTime and I just couldn't believe that, that, you know, his mind is even going there. And it just, I don't know. I was like, actually like proud auntie, like, oh, that's so cool that he's even considering that too. Right. Um, when it comes to sports or band. So that, that made me smile. So no, I really wanted, to, I wanted to go to an HBCU um, because I just felt like it would be a good experience. And probably has a, like a a big piece of part of it is probably because I went to so I had so much HBCU experience in high school. I went to Shaw High School, which we have a mm-hmm. great marching band, like world famous, performing at the Olympics in high school, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a really good experience at Shaw, and they they took us to see like different HBCUs and exposed us through different you know federal programs that. You know, mm-hmm. pay for people to go and just be, have exposure to different colleges, mm-hmm. and so I really wanted to go to, uh, and, pro- and probably some of it was had to do with like a different world back in the day too. You know, oh, absolutely. So I wanted to go to Spelman, or I wanted to go to 
Bennett College, which I actually saw on a tour. We went to North Carolina and we went to Duke mm-hmm. and we went to North Carolina A&T. But I really mm-hmm. liked Bennett College. Um, mm-hmm. and so for some reason, I went to go HBCU, an all-woman, for probably because I love women and mm-hmm. um, just thought it would be a different vibe to be away from men, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what that would be like. So mm-hmm. I applied to both and I got accepted, but it was, it was a you know, they, I think it's some scholarship money, but I would have had to take out loans versus Same. Ohio State paid me to go to there. Like, I didn't have to pay Exactly. Because, yeah, I <laughs> so many guys and was like, I can't, you know, grow up the way that I grew up before. I'm like, I'm going to whatever school gives me the most money. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, you know, that's, it is what it is. Obviously, I wish they had more funding for scholarships um, for HBCUs so that people, because I feel like I probably, I mean, it's one of the things, I don't have any regrets because, you know, it all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. I got to go to college for free. I don't have any undergrad debt. So that only mm-hmm. had to focus on my college debt. Um, and I also met my husband at Ohio State and that sort of thing, which, you know, probably wouldn't happen if I had gone to Spelman. <laughs> so, I mean, I may have met a Morehouse man. I don't know. But <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, I wouldn't change it. But I mm-hmm. wish I know that I probably would have felt a lot more confidence when mm-hmm. I went into applying to medical school, because I actually got a, I got an interview at Baylor at Baylor Medical um, College of Medicine. I had a, I had an interview at, at Baylor College of Medicine, and I oh, caught God. imposter syndrome so bad because I was I school was ranked so high, and mm-hmm. I was like, they want me to come here? Like I came and saw it and saw all these like fancy people, and I got like a really bad case of imposter syndrome and oh. blew my interview. But had I gone to like a HBCU, I would have walked in there. I'm sure like confident you know, uh-huh. whatever. So it definitely does really well. Like, cause I, I know a lot of people, a lot of doctors who went to HBCUs, a lot of people went to Xavier uh-huh. um, or they go to Howard or, uh-huh. you know, that's, or all time, like FAMU is a really big one for um, uh-huh. pre-meds. Uh-huh. So there's, there's so many HBCUs and they just come out so confident. And uh-huh. I didn't have that confidence when I started medical school and uh-huh. I made it, you know, I made it, uh-huh. but it's just been such a long journey. Um, and I wish I would have had that kind of experience. I had it in a, I had it in in high school at least. So that's yeah. one thing that really helped me is that I did have that in high school. Um, but it's just one of those things like you know I'm happy that you know it all it all connects. You know the music yes. and the concerts and the advocacy. Mm-hmm. Like that's why that's why I will always have love and respect for Beyonce because she just takes it and puts it at another level with, mm-hmm. that nobody else does. You know. Yes, <laughs> like, yes I definitely appreciate her for that. Seriously. Yeah. And he actually does the same thing. Like he has this foundation where he works with after school, like trying to fund arts and after school. And so mm-hmm. I really love his music because he, you know, he's very similar and and then he talk he he gets vulnerable at times, but then at times it's just more fun. But he also mm-hmm. does a lot of advocacy work as well. So I can mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, I feel like they should do a collab, but maybe Jay-Z wouldn't want that. <laughs> maybe Who knows? spouses. Right. <laughs> I'm here. No, for it. but they would they would be they would make a definitely a good you know brother sister kind of duo mm-hmm. um just in music and in life so I'm not sure if they're friends or not but they're they remind me so much of each other and so it's so mm-hmm. interesting for me to watch yeah it definitely is oh yeah well I um I mentioned that I'm surprising my nephew and taking him to his first concert um that's something that I've tried to do with my nephews and like I did that with my little brother um, because it was special to me that my auntie took me to my first concert. Yes. And so my brother, um, I forget how old he was, but I took him to see um, Jay-Z and Kanye West. And it was funny because J. Cole was opening up for Jay-Z is when he Aww. had like one single out. And my brother actually is a really huge J. Cole fan. 
And um, it popped up on my Facebook memory seven years ago um, when Cole was on tour with Big Sean and Jeremiah and YG. It was a huge tour. I got to take my little brother. I flew out. He was living in Baltimore at the time. And I flew out there. I took off work, bought him an outfit, some shoes, everything. (laughs) I took him and his best friend to the show. And he's like, man, sis. Like, I'm just happy that we in the building. Like, I'm just happy to be there to be here. I don't even have to meet him. I don't have to go backstage or nothing. Not only did he get to go backstage, but he got to meet him. <laughs> and got to meet Big Shot. And it was just like a real cool experience um, for him. And then that same summer, my um, my oldest nephew, uh, my sister's stepson, that's my nephew too. I got to take him to that, co- uh, that J. Cole tour. And he also got to meet them and meet Big Sean. And he was only like 15, 16 at the time. Right. And it was really, he told me like... Uh, and that was his first concert experience, but like he's into music. He's yeah. he was very inspired by that. He actually just um decided to leave Columbus and move to Atlanta to pursue his music career. And it's been really cool to see. But I was just like grateful that I had those memories with right. my nephews. And so my youngest nephew, he's a really big fan of uh Corday. And mm. Corday is a really cool, positive, you know, um, you know, young artist. And so he's gonna be performing in Columbus um soon. And so every year since my nephew's been in kindergarten, I always come to town or now I'm flying in to be there for his first day of school. Oh, and yeah. I always like balloons and, and, and gifts, whatever thing he was into. Like when he was little, it was like Angry Birds and Mario, and Minecraft, <laughs> and Fortnite. But now, you know, he's 15, so it's like, okay, I gotta come with it. And so yeah. um, I'll be surprising him and taking him to his first concert. So I'm um, grateful to be able to have that and like continue to pass it, you know, along. Yeah, um, I know. I just had that experience recently myself. I took, so I actually, I don't know if I've taken, if I took my niece Navi to her first, um, to her first concert. She has come to Cincinnati Music Festival, probably when she was maybe 16. She mm-hmm. came to the festival with us and she saw Charlie Wilson. <laughs> and I can't remember what was before, <laughs> but she was funny. She was like, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so recently when we went to see Janet Jackson at the festival this year, so we took Navi and then Navi, uh, my sister has two daughters. So uh, her youngest daughter, Nyla, is 10 years old. So yeah. Nyla got to see Janet yeah. Jackson, but she was not impressed. What? She was, just, she was not impressed. And so we were like, you know, Beyonce wouldn't be Beyonce without Janet Jackson, right? Listen, <laughs> right? You got a schooler, let her Janet know. Jackson definitely paved the way. Janet Jackson was definitely about advocacy and just about a lot of the same women empowerment things that Beyonce mm. is about. And obviously, you know, every generation has their own, but we mm-hmm. all, like, Beyonce is the same age as my older sister. Like, we all grew up seeing Jack- Jenna Jackson on stage and being, yeah. you know, and Beyonce being like, I'm going to do that, you know? So, it was so, just, yeah. it was kind of funny. <laughs> funny. We were like, girl. Girl. <laughs> right? Like, you're not hyped for that. But no, I, uh, it is funny too, because my nephew, when COVID first hit, I think, well, dang, he's 15 now. I guess he was 12, about to turn 13. We've been dealing with, you know, this pandemic for a couple of years now. Oh, no. He said, he said to me, he's like, TT, I'm sure you're really sad that you can't go to concerts right now because of the pandemic. And he was right. Like, I know we're talking about concerts as coping, but I was hard to cope and get through things when yes. I couldn't go to live shows. And even, um, you know, recently in dealing with health challenges, um, unfortunately, have COVID recently, dealing with some long COVID effects, and I've had to say no to things. Um, yeah. was supposed to go see Kendrick Lamar, his new tour, his new album. I was hyped. Nope, COVID, COVID said no. I was yeah. supposed to come back to Cincinnati, you know, for the music fest. Could, I missed out on that. And it was just like, oh, okay, I've seen Janet before. I've seen Charlie Wilson. I've seen, you know, Anthony Hamilton. I've seen all these people before. But it's, it's this experience, like being at Music Fest. It's a right. whole 
a whole experience being yes, there with the you. outfits. It's yes, the outfits, the outfits like, everything. Because they dress for the artists. So people, people gonna dress out. like 80s. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, oh, I missed out on that. I um I was supposed to go to a concert last night and I missed out. But luckily I had ticket insurance. So because I'm currently on crutches. <laughs> but I had a doc- I had a doctor's note. And uh, sent that in, and uh, I'll get my money back for yeah. that. It's something I purchased like months ago, and just with things being so up and down, and life's unpredictable. My health's right. un- unpredictable. I'm glad that I had that coverage. <laughs> but right. so yeah, sometimes it's like FOMO. It's like, dang, I gotta miss out on this, or like music gives me life. So it's just like I've been kind of sad that I haven't been able to go um, to as many shows out as I would like to, just because of of, of life happening right. and, and, and illness and things. So it's been yeah, it's but been, it's. It's one of those things that when you finally do get to go, you enjoy it so much more. Like yeah, you year, absolutely like this year because we didn't get to go to the festival for I guess two years. It was it made it way more enjoyable this year to go. Oh, yeah. So it's just one of those things like you know you have ups and downs, but you take it for granted sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. so when you have those times where you're like, man, I had to miss or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it makes you want to go harder or you know mm-hmm. get yourself together or whatever. Or just yeah. take advantage when, you know, when you don't have COVID. So, you know, yeah. now we're at the end of the episode. I have COVID right now, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I know. But that's why my voice sounds so crazy. But I, I just wanted to use this as coping for me. Like, my podcast is my coping. Yeah. So I've been looking forward to this all day. Like, all right, let me make sure I get my work done. Because I feel fine enough to do. But, I, like, I haven't been. I didn't work today. Um, mm-hmm. I just was doing lab results and stuff. So I've mm-hmm. been motivated to, like, all right, let me close my charts from last week let me close my charts from last week let me do my labs because i got to get on this podcast mm-hmm. so i know a lot of people gonna be like girl why did you on here podcasting with your voice sounding crazy but it's because this is part of the way that i cope what <laughs> you know no i get it i'm glad that we're finally <laughs> able to get together i appreciate you having me on it as a guest on here too um i know there's a lot that we could talk about when it comes to concerts, like in music like that that gives me life no, we so. could talk about it all day but i know you got a pack to go to columbus tomorrow and, and i shouldn't be out here talking all night because i need to go close these charts and go to bed because i do okay. after COVID. <laughs> no and i feel i feel pretty good you know despite having COVID. you know it's just my voice yeah. sounds crazy and i was a little dizzy today but uh i'm, I'm a doctor so i know how to handle these things <laughs> You got it. Yes. You're the people's doctor. So I love you for that. So thanks for having me as a guest. If anybody wanted to follow me on Instagram, uh, I, I post sometimes about my concerts and live, live shows. I, a lot of times I just live in the moment and just experience it. So I'm not always posting it, but my um, Instagram is at cameo seven, um, a C-A-M-E-O-S-E-V-E-N, the word cameo and seven. And then my business, um, like I said, I'm the owner and design maybe of cameo creative that is at cameo creative on Instagram. So I'm, I'm excited that I got to be a part of this. Thank you so much. And no problem. So I guess I need to tell people, because we haven't said that either, that you're the person who does art, who designs our graphics. So, yes. you know, you're like, I'm finally going to be on the podcast because I've been doing all the graphics for the podcast. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I've been giving uh, support to Anissa. She, you know, had a designer, you know, develop some things and I've been fine tuning her graphics and, and helping support her social media. So I'm grateful to be able to do that for you. And so every week I'm putting the graphics and, the, and you know, the headshots of everybody on the podcast. So this yeah, time so. I get to be on one. Right. So, so yes, give the credit. So you're right. So Tanya... She designed like the initial like layout for the um, templates, but she got like four boys and it's a, she a soccer mom and everything. <laughs> so, 
So, so Cameo helps with updating the graphics and, and tweaking them. You, you design a lot of graphics too and change the design. So I appreciate both of y'all for being on my team. And I'm so happy Absolutely. to have you on the podcast. Thank you. And well, go ahead. You go ahead. Hopefully, maybe we can go on another adventure. We can go see a show together. Yes, we got to go to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in a minute, so I definitely am a Vegas residency age. I'm a, uh, I might be a res- residency Vegas money soon. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to be on your level, but uh, yeah, just, I'm time. just always. Yeah, that time too. So I'm just always grateful for those experiences. So thank you, Dr. Shombo. No problem. So I hope that you all have a great self-love Saturday. And to remember that loving yourself is an act of rebellion. Self-love Saturday, help live with love. Self-love Saturday, break the cycles, we rebels. Self-love Saturday, help live with love. Self-love Saturday, break the cycles, we rebels.